Good morning, afternoon, and evening. Welcome to the No Name, No Shame podcast. It's been a while, folks. Yes, it's been a long while, but after a few months, we're back again. Maybe a couple months, I'm not sure. But anyhow, my name's Ismar, and uh, joining me is my greatest friend, ally, mate, Dylan Backlund. Uh, that's me. That's as always, that's me. It's been a while. It, it's it's been a while. Well, by a while, it's like there was a kind of a reason why, right? Was what was there? Yeah, the November thing. Oh yeah, You're, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <duh. laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Dude, what do you mean it was recent, man? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like, well, yeah. to be fair. Actually, as of well, as of recording this, uh, December twenty first, mm-hmm. we posted the last. Ep- I posted the last episode uh, a month ago today. There you go. But before that, it was that... like two months ago. Yeah, like we we recorded it a month before November, around that time should be. No. Yeah. It was like the, towards the end of October. Because we're like we have to do this one podcast before Dylan's special stream month. Yeah. Uh, and then we did, and then I think. Dylan didn't get a chance to go around it until, like, almost a month later. Yeah, I should probably uh, probably talk about that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, I did this thing where I made a metal album in a month, and all uh, mm-hmm. completely live on Twitch, and all the uh, donations I got throughout the entire month, um, I donated to charity. Which is super yes, cool, sir. and it was very, it was a very like humbling experience, to be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, you're 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 donating all the proceeds to a charity, you know, that you care about. So, yeah, yeah, it it was it was wild, it it really was, mm-hmm. um, and like one of the best ways possible. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was. It was basically, I uh, recorded from start to finish and mixed in the entire month a 10-track album. Um, And then afterwards, obviously I did all the charity stuff, but afterwards, uh, over the past, like, week or so, over the last week, I've been, (laughs) I don't know if I've told you this, I've been going on Omegle a lot recently. (laughs) Omegle? Like the, uh, the random chat thing? Yeah. Just oh, so oh my god, I could um I could promote the album a little bit, and I wanted to get some random people's opinions on it and use it for the podcast. Yeah. And I actually have a couple like written down in my phone of mm. things that I like I wanted to mention and I wanted to talk about because sure. also this is probably gonna, this is probably gonna be like a decent portion of the first part of the podcast, just so you know. Um, because yeah, some of them okay. I met a bunch of cool people on Omegle to be honest. Like I got a bunch of oh, really? uh, Twitch followers and Instagram followers. It was like it was really cool meeting all these new people and, and talking with all these like really good guitarists. I met like a really a couple of really really cool guitarists. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, but, from Omega, by the way. Yeah, you figured that you figured that the the place that like that Omega has is just like a bunch of guys showing their dicks. Yeah. Oh, I, how many? How many? How many did you go past? I I saw a few. I think oh the math God. worked out 
so that I gained maybe like 15 followers. I think it was like one one dick per like four followers. I think that's what the ratio oh turned God. out to be. Um, oh my which, God, that's a lot of It is. I, this was over the course of like oh. a week though. So. Still though, it's like, it's still a lot of like. Yeah. Like, unfortunate beginnings of like each encounter. You're like, hi, hi, welcome to, oh God, come on, man. I'm actually being serious here. And he's like, yeah, it was, it was wild. But, um, (laughs) just to like touch on a couple of them, I met this one guy and I get, I have to look at our Instagram conversation for this. Um, Mm -hmm. cause a couple of the people, oh my good God, did they go into detail? Uh, let's see. Let's see. All right. This guy shout out to Instagram user Luke or whatever. Uh, that's his username. Doesn't Shout out, because oh, I, thought, I, I, thought like, oh, okay. I asked him to, like, just, like, give, like, his highlight of the whole album, and he gave me a song-by-song song breakdown of, like, what he liked about each song, and it was really, really that's cool. Amazing. Some of the highlights are uh, one of the songs he listened to was Savant, uh, which is my personal favorite, and he said the song reminded him of, like, Doom, Doom music, which is a very, very mm-hmm. high honor for me personally. Oh, um, mm-hmm. Let's see. He liked a lot of. He liked supremacy. He said it reminded him of like a video game, uh, battle theme, which was really, really cool. Um, supremacy is hands down my most popular song. So much so that during yeah. the charity event, uh, I made the whole supremacy day where I matched donations. Um, and it had the most viewers out of the whole stream, except for the very last day, which was really cool. That's great. Uh, let's see another highlight. Um, one of my ex coworkers, uh, Courtney, shout out. She listens to the podcast. Um, you met her. She was in the, she was in the back of my car. She was sitting next to you at a Walmart. Yes. 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 Yeah. Her. Um, we were getting, uh, we were dropping her off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She oh. gave me a track by track, um, which is really cool. Let's see, what are some of her highlights? Uh, one of her favorites was Substratum, with some funky bass lines, which was really really cool. Uh, also, she likes Supremacy. Um, Ascendance, the last track on the album, is a really high popularity one. Alex really likes that one. Um, so yeah, shout out to Courtney as well. Uh, let's see, what are some other honorable mentions? Shout out to, uh, this, uh, girl, Brianna, that I met from, like, California, I think, or something like that. I don't know. But she gave it a listen, and we just, like, vibed pretty well. We started jamming out to music. Just really cool experience. Um, also shout out to another Luke. Uh, he said he would show my music to a bunch of his friends, which is just honestly, like, super cool. And it's such, it's like, it's a really weird honor to have someone, so his, his, I should explain, his exact phrase was he's not normally into this kind of metal, but he really, really digs it and can see it in like video game soundtracks and stuff like that. And I love compliments like that. I love the compliment that's like, I'm not usually into this music, but I can appreciate it and I really, really like it. Cause that is like, dude, you could be that's yeah, such a high honor awesome. to me. That and yet yeah, that like, and the Doom Eternal soundtrack compliment that I got, 
those are some of the highest honors that you can give me. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, when, I mean, think about it like this. It's like, when they're being compared to, like, video game music that's really good, it's like, oh, well, now I really feel honored because it's like, there's so many good, like, video game soundtracks out there that you, like, it's just, it's high praise, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, like, now imagine yourself, like, actually, like, taking some kind of part-time thing in, like, uh, what's it called? Like be, like being like a video game composer itself. Yeah. Like I mean, one dream I've had honestly is that I would love to uh to get with like some of the uh, classmates I had for this semester and like make a, a new game. And I would have liked to have like a staff that can do everything without the stupid grading portion. But if I had the chance, I would put you as a composer. Like, no doubt. Yeah. I, I've always loved um, video game soundtracks and, like, movie scores mm-hmm. and all that stuff. That's originally yeah. what I wanted to get into in metal. Or not in metal, in mm-hmm. music. I always loved, music, like, yeah. composing for things. Um, oh, just definitely. my interests just leaned more towards the band and the metal side of it. But I always have. That's mm-hmm. why some a lot of my stuff have, like, orchestral elements or different instruments yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, that's uh that's that's pretty much all I want to touch on. I don't want to take up too much time of it cuz you know how much I hate self-promoting. But yeah, basically, uh long story short, I made an album in a month for charity. Turned out really good. Turned out really good. Uh it's called Numerology. Oh, yeah. It's available everywhere as of right now. And yeah. That's that's that. Shout Apple. shout out to oh, every person that I met uh on Omegle and like through all that stuff. Uh, you were all like super, super fucking cool. It was awesome. Shout it was out awesome. To Omegle people, that yeah. The nice shout out of, it, uh, of the podcast goes to all the people that Dylan met in Omegle. Yeah. There we go. So, so shout, definitely shout, shout outs. out to all of you. Shout out to all of you, winners, absolute winners. Thank you guys for giving the good critique on his uh, album. Yo, I really? got one. I got one of my pals from Omegle in chat right now. Yo, what's up? Oh, I can't see anything. I'm just uh, I'm just looking at some video game composers themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but yeah, we got we got the rest of the podcast to go. So yeah, that, that's yeah. enough about me because we know again we know how much I absolutely cannot stand. Oh me me me. Oh this this. So anyways, oh, what's new up, with sir. you? How's shut how's up. how's the Walmart job? Shut it. It's horrible. I saw. I, I saw in your story, uh, I think today or yesterday, you were getting kind of heated oh, yeah. or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, today was heated. Well, well, today was just a bad day. Check this out, right? I'm going. I'm coming back to lunch. Or no, I'm going I'm going to lunch, right? Mm-hmm. So I particularly wasn't having a bad – I wasn't having a good day anyway. wasn't feeling with any energy. I mean, if, if anyone knows me, they know that I like, become like very like uh, – to put it very mildly, a crackhead to right, work. Right. Like, I will like I will go above and beyond the call of duty to jump around, work, give the effort to many people, keep like you know continue to give them some good strides and you know good feeling and all that. Right. But I wasn't really digging it today. I was just like, man, my energy is just so drained. I don't feel like doing anything right now, and I felt like really shitty for that part of the day. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And what's it called? At one point. I remember like I remember like going to my car 
for lunch. Um, and I was already, I was already like a little later. Like I was supposed to clock out by like one o'clock, but I waited a few more minutes so that I could keep going until another coworker came back, so that they would be, they would have enough staff to work on the rest of the hour. Right. So walking back, and this asshole, bro, like I'm not kidding you. I'm walking around. I'm walking by. There's a big puddle. Before you, before you park in the Walmart uh, grocery, before you park, there's like a puddle. And this asshole was driving 30 miles an hour, hits the puddle all over my legs. Just all over, bro. I was Aww. so peed. Yo, what I, a dick. What a cunt. If I was just going there for 15, I would have ran right over, back over there and be like, what the fuck's your problem, you cunt, you dickhead? I would have I I would've went slamming. I would have honestly... I would just go like I would go so over the wall. I probably would get fired for that. Yeah, I was so pee. I was like, but then like I had this other customer that was that like saw the whole debacle like uh, like a few cars down. He's like, fucking prick. I'm like, thank you, sir. I th- this guy get oh this guy was like giving me a good like good feel of the day because he was like, what a fucking prick. I hate customers, man. And I'm like, you're telling me. And he's like, you know, like yeah, I. Like, and he's like, just for reference, look at the dickhead that parked in front of you. I looked. This guy was like, not even in, like, probably half an inch the most parked, like, to, uh, in front of my car. And I was like, what a fucking loon. I was so pissed, bro. You have no idea. I, like, the consoling that this guy gave me from a stranger, by the way. Right. Probably more than almost any other stranger I probably had an encounter with, really. I was like, yo, I appreciate the sympathy, man. I, like, I'm going through a rough day. Thank you, man. And yeah. then I think after I finished lunch, I, I got the energy back and, you know, worked the rest of my day off. But, I mean, today was just not fun and particularly good, particularly good day to work with anyway. But, you know, yeah. that one instance really threw me over the wall. I'm just not having it. Um, but, I mean, Walmart, eh, like, from time to time, there's some good moments. Remember how when we first started this podcast, and not when, when we first started, but, like, a few months after when I got the job at Walmart, I was saying, like, man, fucking Sundays are a chore, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Co- completely the opposite now. Because we complain so much about Sundays, they now it comes to the point where they're overstaffed on a Sunday, every Sunday, so that I essentially don't have to do that much work. It's by comparison. Like, the effort that I, I can give doesn't have to put pour out as much as, like, Monday or Wednesday. Because now Monday and Wednesday are the days that I, like, I have to fight phone and back with, like, just constant like running back and forward today i mean for reference today i the entire day i was outside giving orders to customers you know like like unloading their cars and stuff right people do not want to do that at all because like think of the weather right now right this current state of weather in upstate new york is like mid-20s to mid-10s probably a little bit of wind chill here and there yeah snow I mean, that's that's like horribly unideal weather. You do like it's it's garbage, right? This weather is, I I hate snow. Okay, so to put to like translate that onto my work environment makes me hate it even more. Um, but fortunately, today it was really warm. It was like what forty five, I think. Yeah. Forty, forty five, something like that. Something like All that. All the snow is melting. All the snow melted in our area. Except for like this one like little snow pile, and I I think I almost fell like six times trying Damn. to go over it. So, I mean, partially it was my fault. I come unprepared with shoes. 
I wear sneakers every day, and I think the like the bottom of it is like worn off to shit. So yeah, like, the cost for a new pair of sneakers, I'll have to probably pay for that. Yeah, you need, you need some. You need some like goddamn sh- like snowshoes. Snowshoes, Timberlands, Tim- the Tims, fucking <laughs> any anything but sneakers. And I like I'd rather walk in flip flops in my job than. <laughs> I if my mom if my mom ever went to like a Walmart pickup and saw you in like the Walmart uniform and like these goddamn like sandals, she would come back to me and be like, "Is he okay?" I'd be like, "Why?" And he and my mom would be like, "He was wearing like sandals," and I was like, "Nah, that's just his bar. That's." No, that, no, it's just him. He, he, he just wanted to do it. Listen, I wish, I wish Walmart had the, uh, the one rule that was like, oh yeah, you can wear any shoes you want, you know. Yeah. Because then I'd be, I'd be, I'd be inclined to just, you know, dispense some flip-flops. But you know, I, I think, I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I, I've had like a bunch of those totes like fall on my foot more than a few times. Yeah. And uh, not pretty. I had, I remember once, like, well. There was one instance where I was already fuming that day. It was just like, there was a lot of orders and I was getting really tense and there's a lot of cars in the lot and I accidentally dropped like three totes. It stacked the top of the one and the top one contains of like three 24 packs of water. So like, that's a bunch of shit, like just all my foot. And I was, I, I, I couldn't tell you, I didn't even feel a thing. I was so, I was so heated that day anyway. I look. I just stood up, look at the three totes, and I just picked them off one by one. I was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna put that back." And then I just went off with it. So pissed. You yeah. Know what I'm telling you. Yeah. There, that, there, that's all the adrenaline. You want to drive your head. Mm-hmm. Just driving your head against the wall. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you this. There's this one. One of my favorite. Um, one of my favorite coworkers personally. Right. Uh, she usually picks. So that's where, like, you know, they they get the items from the store to get to us so that we, we can unload it to you right um this uh, like okay so and this kind of re- pertains to the foot being slammed by something ideal but it didn't go so pretty for her so our our um department is right next to produce department and just to let you know produce people kind of suck ass right they kind of suck oh, um they're very out. they're very they're they're very like whiny, uh, very uh, like uh, very sad individuals, and very miserable. And there's probably only like two people that I actually think I'm cool with over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest of them can just eat a cock. Um, <laughs> there's one of their one of their one of their supervisors hates me because I swear so much. Like every time I every time I say like the F word or the S word, like I'll be like, ah shit, like where's the order? She'll 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 like t- turn her head, her vulture looking head around and like look around and he just keep watching me. And then she'll tell one of the supervisors to tell me to like stop swearing or else uh I'll get like a like a referral or some shit. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, half of your department swears more than I do. We had this one guy that was wearing a Trump hat that swears more, way more than I do, and you and you and, and he, he says it in front of you, and you say nothing. Yeah. But if I say it, oh god, this person, yeah, uh, 
God, I I hate people like that. I hate I hate the double standards. It's so oh, it's so bad. Like I have a like you have a problem with me, bro. I'm doing my job faster than you. You guys do produce. What more do you do? What more do you do other than stack food? I can do that, and I can make a better. I can make it feel better. I can make stacking fruit and vegetables look fun. They make it look unfun. Produce. So if you ever work at Walmart, bro, don't go to produce. I'm gonna go to produce just because of that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna rally all the produce against you. I'm gonna be like, yo, this motherfucker is Mars talking shit against all you. You just. You gonna take. You gonna take bro, that. Dude, at that point, I'll just tell in their face. I'll be like, y'all all suck. All of you suck. <laughs> We're starting a One, Walmart two, Civil three, four, War. Five, six, yeah, I will. We, 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 okay, it's like a cold war right now between uh, produce and, uh, and and our online grocery department. There kind of is already. Yeah. Um, and one of these incidents kind of surrounds one of the reasons. So as I, as I mentioned, one of my favorite pickers, her name's Justina. Hello. Uh, Yo, shout she's, out. she's kind of... She's an older lady, so, you know, she's not going to see this podcast. But, you know. You never know. You never know. You never know. You never know. Um, We have, like, we have, like, twos of people who watch this. (laughs) What? There's, like, um, I think, oh, it's a point that we have to come back to later in the podcast because we have a bunch of new uh, countries as well. Um, But we have, like, we have, like, a solid two or three consistent viewers. (laughs) Let's go. Thank you to the three conv- Thanks to the three viewers that <laughs> listen to two men talk about nothing. Yeah. Check this out, though. Check yeah. this out. Lay it down. Alright, so in this story, right, so she comes back from one of those picking pads where she, like, she finished doing, like, all of the, uh, like, the, the chilled items, you know? She's right. coming back, and one of the, one of the people from Produce drops a whole, like, um, pallet on her. So a pallet with like with like things on it, right? Mm-hmm. A whole pallet with stuff. Like I, I can't remember the fruit. I couldn't remember the vegetable. I wasn't there that day, so I so she had to tell me this herself. So first time, and there's no warning or nothing. He kind of dropped it on her, and she goes, "Um, excuse me, you've like literally dropped the whole pallet in my foot. Can you get it off, please?" He didn't even hear that the first time. She repeats it again a second time. Can you please get this off me? Didn't hear it again. He goes, what? She goes, can you get this pallet off? He goes, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry? She goes, get this fucking pallet off my foot. And he goes, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. And then he t- and then after four, as being told four times to take a whole pallet of, like, I- uh, items off her foot, he said, oh, shit, I'm not bad, and then does it out. He was, he was apologizing a bunch, blah, 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 blah. But... She came back. She had to literally. Okay, even at this point right now, she cannot walk properly at the moment because they crushed her foot. Right. And the whole, like the whole top of her foot is crushed, and it won't recover for at least another month. And for the first week back, like she took like four days off in a row. This happened like I think early December. Um. And she took a whole four or five days off. I almost never say take days off. Um. She comes back. And she and she's on a foot cast, like her whole right foot oh. is like is like is like huge, like it's like you know the the whole big black cast, you know, where like it's like a it's like a, an enlarged foot basically. You know, like I don't know how to describe it, but anyway. Um... <laughs> wait, 
Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. We got to backtrack. Did you just say an enlarged foot? No, no, like the... You ever had... Okay, let me just... Give me a second. Let me recompose my thought. Because <laughs> I, I, I swear that you just said, I don't know how you describe it, an enlarged foot. The the foot cast boot. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I said it, was un, like, it looks like an enlarged foot. Like her, like one, like it, like one of the legs, that she, one of her feet had the cast. That's what I meant. Right. It had that little boot. But right. I said enlarged foot. So <laughs> my bad. Just you, you do not have, you do not have large feet. I, I just meant to say the cast. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I, don't I, I don't know why you said it like that. I, ha- I, I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Sorry Listen. about that. <laughs> Lauren. You know what I mean? <laughs> we are, I think we already told that story, right? Yeah, we've absolutely already told that story. Yeah. 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 I, I couldn't say Lauren in a, in a class once. And I, <laughs> yeah. I, looked, I, looked, I straight up looked at that word. I, I paused, by the way. <laughs> And my and my my eleventh no my tenth grade self just goes yeah like that wasn't even that wasn't even close to the source word I just go you know no more power to you though because you just kept going you just and I kept going get... and I I was unaware and then people like were like dying around me and I'm like oh I lost my I, I lost my mind I couldn't hold it in I lost my mind and it, and it it wasn't until the teacher was like you okay what happened I'm like what do you mean what happened she goes the word said I go uh huh. Oh, I yeah. Think I said that wrong. You turned Lauren into like, yeah. It was like just, it was just like a noise. It wasn't any form of word. It was no word. It was, it was just it was like, like yeah. Yeah, there was just like there was just a very short pause before it. You said it, and then there was a very like there was like a beat, and then you just kept going, and I just I lost going. my mind. Oh, I lost my mind. It's so funny, but oh, it's amazing. I have a thing with words that I if someone like flubs a word, it is nearly impossible for me to not yeah. like call it. Or just start yeah, dying of laughter. Even on myself, I'll call all the words that I flub myself just because like you have to. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, of I was I was funny. in a I was playing I've been into Apex a lot recently, Apex Legends. Um oh, yeah. and I was playing with my group of uh, gamer friends, and Gamers. he, this uh, one of my friends, uh, Spiff, he pointed out something Great to me. Way. He uh, he pointed out that I say else weird, as in like, else? don't ask me, say thing. say you you motherfucker, you pointed it out too. Oh, <laughs> oh, you just made me yeah. mad. <laughs> God damn. Wait, 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 like someone else, like go ask someone the else. Hell's wrong with you? Bro, it's you. what the? You're the I can't. Everyone so else? now, I I have to ask everyone in in our Discord group, and everyone said it is else, and I was like, oh my god, I'm the weird one, and now I can't stop huh. thinking about it. 
yeah. It, listen, if you see, okay, hold on. Actually, that's gonna be a shit example, but but all I'm saying is, else is not the right way. Like it's I else. get, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. It's, it's kind of like a break because you don't want to have like a weird way of saying else. You know, see how like when I say else, I, yeah. I kind of have like a slow pause in the middle, but you go else because it's like there's no like else pause. Yeah, El- else. I, else. I'll be like, there's somewhere else to go. Oh. There's somewhere else to go. Yo, this reminds but. me of the fuck. I don't remember what episode it was. Um, it was really early on in the podcast. Um, I remember our fucking. I think I called it the Great Cola Debate. Mm. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and what? No, that's another word. Wrong? That's just that's just all I. That's all this reminds me of is the Great Cola Debate. This is the Great Elt Debate. This is Cola Round this Two. Is what? I mean, what else? What else do you call it? You know. I mean, that's just how I uh, say yeah. else. It's like, like, what else would you? It's just, that's just how it rolls off my tongue. That's just, it's like, right. uh, tell me something I don't know. Like, oh, what else is new? Not yeah, what else way, is new. The same way can be applied. The same way can be applied to like when you write specific things too. Like, I, I mean, people like call me an animal, but I, what I do when I write is that I write my my Z's, uh, with a line across. You know how like. See, I don't consider you know that as weird mean? as your W's. Your W's are fucking whack, bro. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So same with the W's. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I do have I I understand what you mean. Uh, the let me let me write it down. This this W uh, is like two check marks facing outwards. That's what it looks like. It looks like two goddamn check mark check. Oh my god, check marks. Facing check marks. <laughs> shut up, check. shut up. The uh, oh. check marks facing the opposite ways. Check like marks. each one is I, facing I out. Okay, so let me explain that. I actually can't explain it, but what I'm saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the let me explain w, that. I actually can't explain it. I can't explain it. So <laughs> as early as early back as like fifth grade, I remember like reading a book, and it like it just so happens that the dump like the when you. When you title, there's some books out there that, like, in the beginning of each chapter, the first letter is, is like, really big, and then the rest of it's, like, regular text. Yes. And some of them have a W that does as what I do. And I was like, man, these Ws look kind of cool. Let me try to copy them when I write them capitalized. And then that's when the whole thing started, where I just wrote write Ws like that. So... Hmm. And the same thing applies to Z. So when I see the word Z or the number seven as well, I do I it with the number like seven. I do it with the number seven. I, I don't do it with Z though, which is weird. Z, I'll tell you this: Z looks pretty cool with a cross. When you personally, it's like having a cool scarf, you know, like the letter Z has a cool scarf on it. There <laughs> <laughs> goes the, the cross, you know. Like think about it like this. The Z without the cross looks kind of naked, right? It looks like oh, I'm the letter Z. Now add the Z with the cross on it. Now that looks like it's cool. It's like it's got a scarf, you know. That Z is gonna stay so Z-quarter. warm during the winter. Oh yeah, dude. That's why the, that paper's fire. Ever notice that? Ever... Another. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I can't believe that one. Yeah. Another word that I apparently say weird is say the word B O T H. B, oh, like boat. Yeah. 
The word both. Oh, you say it. Oh, I had an L. It's both. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this dude! This dude goes both? Yeah, it's sounds both like of them. A, sounds, like, sounds like a shitty Thunderbolt. I can't say both of them. That That's like... Pikachu, you're Thunderbolt! It's like... I can't when I say both like my neck constricts like I have to say both of them it hurt like it's it's physically awkward for me to say both I want it it's just both of them like oh my god like oh which one do you want just give me both of them that's just it just makes it roll up the tongue easier oh my lord that's I want both yeah but I make it sound like it's like a uh, like a physical chain, like pain that goes into when you say both. It like, is like when I say both, it's like I I have to like think about when I say the word both, it just comes out like that. But, but if I say the word both, I have to think about the word. I'm not gonna think about the words I say. What are you nuts? That's way more effort than I want to put into what I'm saying. I like putting the effort into right and to know what I'm gonna say because if I don't want to sound like a moron like what I did at tenth grade. Nah, I don't give a shit. It's I gonna made, happen I anyways. I'm not having that happen again. It's just <laughs> it, gonna happen a lot of times. But it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I just let it happen. Yeah. I don't give a shit. It's whatever. Yeah. Kind of like how I just said, mentioned earlier about the cast and the foot. <laughs> yeah, like. I don't, know. I don't know. But, oh yeah. So, so to overlap this point, we don't like produce because they're very whiny. They're very like. <laughs> they're very very depressing, right? Like they're like the Slovenia of the Walmart here. They're like they they're just depressing people that have nothing to do in their lives but sort shitty fruit. Man, I think we don't have any Slovenian listeners. I don't really care. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I appreciate every listener. I promise you. I promise you. I'm very. I promise you. I, I'm from. I'm. Fr- hey, hey, hey. I'm not from Slovenia, but you know, Yugoslavia. So I count you as a brother, even though you're a distant brother. Come back, Anderson brother. We're, 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 so, we're sort of in there. I mean, it's true, though. You guys are kind of depressing, but it defeats the point. You guys are friends, but not the, not the produce people at Walmart. Okay? Walmart produce people are so bad. It, I, I, I challenge anyone, anyone that listens to this. If you're, if you're, if you're, if you look at produce at Walmart, you have to write us an essay on why you're not, why your your specific department is not shitty. You have to write me a letter. <clears throat> it has to be twelve point font, double space. You could cho- actually, yeah, just choose any font you want. I don't even care. Put Comic Sans. As long as it's twelve, <laughs> as long as it's twelve point font, double space, I will read your essay. But I'll be a patron on, on why. Your, your, your shitty department is not as shitty as I think it's shitty. You know what I mean? Because I hate produce. And I can vouch for every, almost every person in the entire store. Actually, no, I can't. I vouch for <laughs> just online groceries. You're full of, you're full of backpedals tonight. You're, you're, you're am, backpedaling more I than keep, normal I keep, like, tonight. Back and, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm putting statements, and then I go, oh, wait a minute. Actually, I realized the one time that people hate us. <laughs> Our our department's kind of, I mean, besides produce, obviously, is one of those hated departments in the store, and it's because like during a time of crisis, we would ask for help, uh, because you know 
we've had we have like scheduling mishaps, as I told you about Sunday. So remember how I just addressed that Sunday was a huge problem? Yeah. Well, well, they fixed Sunday so much that they decided that all the workers that would be putting into Sunday, suddenly there's no workers on any other part of the weekday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday would be understaffed instead of Sunday. That's why Sunday is the easiest, and that's why Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are the hardest. Mm-hmm. So sometimes on Monday and Wednesdays, like during like Black Friday, because that was probably the worst time in Walmart. I think I think I can agree. I can speak for all of the workers when I say that that uh, November was probably one of the worst months in our store um, since I worked there, of course. And uh, we would ask for help on the regular. We would we would like contact other departments of the store if they have any associates that were like trained to pick because we needed them because there would still be 4,000 items left by two o'clock, one o'clock, you know, like, like that's impossible. Like it's there's, there's a point where as soon as it hits it like a bad amount of numbers of like, you know, items before like two or three, you might as well just give up and you have to ask for help. Um, and I would, and then it, it came to a point where we asked for help so frequently that other departments were falling behind. And I'm putting this in quotes because that's what they said, uh, that they were falling behind on the work. When in reality, don't lie to yourself. Toys department, there's only one of you that worked there, okay? There's only one or two people that work in toys department. What do you do besides stock toys? Tell me. Tell me. What do you do besides stock toys? I'm the toy department. So what do you do? I'd never seen anyone, any associate ever. I even visit Walmart myself. I sometimes go there. When we, when you and me hang out with Eldar and Foz and stuff, we go to toys first because we like to play with the stupid lightsabers and have a fun well, old like. Well, you of know. course, we're we're children. That's yeah, we're children deep at heart. Have you ever seen a, a, a toys department associate? Uh, no. Exactly my point. I walk by I walk by that stocking point too. I don't see a toys department. So when toys department says apparently, by the way, according to one of, uh, one of the managers, says allegedly. that oh this is allegedly says that oh we're tired of going there. Who's we? Who's the we in the situation? <laughs> I have I've never seen any of you until today. Welcome aboard. <laughs> Welcome aboard to Walmart. I haven't seen you until now. <laughs> now, get, now get a cart and start picking your cunt. God. Entertainment. Um, electronics <laughs> department can't do it because, you know, they need at least like three people that know what they're doing there. Um, sometimes they get people from fitting room. And there's, I mean, hey, I wish them well. They're good at what they do in the fitting room. By God. They're like, what, 40, 50? And, you know, their bodies are just not trained to pick. Because, you know, it, it requires, like, a lot of, like, fast movement. Just not their speed, you know? We have this one associate that works. I, I can't remember what he what he does, this one associate. Um, but I remember one of my, one of my like, managers was like, oh, no. I go, what? He's like, it's like yeah, this is going to take half an hour to finish this one task. And I look at how much items, he, like, it, they, they gave it to him, like, the system. It was, like, 20 items. He'd be like, well, I was like, well, what was wrong? Like, listen, I wish it well, but the guys would take half an hour. And, I, and so I had an experiment with myself. Like during this busy ass day, 
I decided to watch how how fast this guy would have picked items. Lo and behold, now what? She was wrong. It didn't take 30 minutes for him. Okay, he went quite faster than that. He was like 27. Let's give the man some credit here. Okay, he went three minutes above the expected wait time that we thought was going to be happening. So, so props to him. I can't remember his name. A sweet old man. Um, but what I'm saying is, these departments suddenly go rogue and they're like, why are we going to help them again? And they got to a point where, like, we literally have to close our department down for a day. So, like, um, on a Tuesday, they were they were so understaffed uh, that, and there was like what I think like six thousand items left by two or three o'clock and there were almost no more people that could you know actually do those items so you know what they did what what do they what do they did what what do they, they do just, <laughs> oh my god there you go there you go guys grammar <laughs> what do they what do they do what are they did check this out straight up every Every single order after six o'clock, straight up canceled. They they contacted almost all the customers. I mean, you you, you can't keep track of all the customers to contact, you know. Yeah. And and they said that we have to cancel the order. We were understaffed, severely understaffed this day, and we literally could not get your items in time. So cue the angry swarm of customers that would still come, by the way, and go. Where the fuck's my order? You know, like the, like the nice customers, you know. They're just mm-hmm. nicely asking, where the fuck's the order? And, uh, yeah, they got, a lot of those associates got yelled at that day. Pretty badly. I mean, understandable. Under, uh, very understandable. But, <clears throat> like, I would, I would say it's not our fault primarily because, like, we did all that we could with, like, what, I think, like, 10 or 10 to 15 people in total picking items. We usually have like 25 to 30 people at a time. Actually, no, that's that's being way too generous. I'm sorry. Of a total of like, let's say 40 associates uh, that that like touch the picking section, we'll always have an average of about like 25 people. Like, no, I'm I'm still going generous. Jesus, I'm I'm backpedaling so much, by the way. I'm so sorry. Okay, just say both 15 of them. to 20. There we go. 15 to 20. I'm sorry. 15 to 20 people at an average will always constantly pick. That leaves for perfect amount of like, of like, you know, uh, like the flow is always steady with that amount of people. And apparently there's only 15 people that even touched the picking area like that day. So can you imagine in, by average the whole day it was like what? Six, seven? That was touching picks? Yeah. So how could you? So they barely squeeze as is. Apparently they were late. They were late with stuff by like, uh, I can't remember. Um, they were already overdue on items at like nine o'clock, and so they played catch up the entire time. Damn. And by that point, they they couldn't they couldn't keep up anymore. So they literally canceled all the items. And so the people that were supposed to close and do the like the last three orders of uh, three hours of the day, just like they they're just responsible in charge of just putting them back in the in the uh, store uh, in the floor and so that you know they can get it ready for the next day yeah 
it was bad. It was, I'm telling you, uh, it, it's due to scheduling, obviously, but, you know. I'm just saying, I'm glad I didn't work on that Tuesday because I promise you I would have made damn sure to not let that happen because my head does not like to, like, I personally don't want to see ourselves looking like a failure. So I would have done the best I can to make sure that, you know, the motivation and all that stands strong. But it's hard to do that when, like, there's almost no people around. Yeah. It's really hard. Um, and I want to just throw back to produce because I'm still throwing one at you, little bitches. <laughs> so one more yeah. one more thing about one more thing about produce before we can go on to another subject. So this has been a very uh, Walmart-heavy podcast. I'm very sorry. I, you know how much I love talking about me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I was going, I was, going, I was contrasting years. I'm sorry. I don't like talking about me either. But you know, no, it's, I, 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 I got do, the, I got the joke. I got it. It's I, lo- fine. I, I love ranting about my job. You know, because I, I love it, but I hate it. Yeah. So produce, right? So when you when you unload an order, have you ever been uh, like with your mom in a, in, a, in a Walmart pickup? Uh, yeah, a couple times. Okay, so you know how the associates go, go out of that door yeah. to give it to you? It just so happens that as soon as you walk into the door, the first apartment you walk into is produce. Okay. So we have to always maneuver around produce because by the morning, they always have like a bunch of carts out and like, you know, they put different shitty fruit and vegetables around and put them in pallets and stuff. And right. what's annoying is that we don't have any keys at the moment to like get ourselves automatic access to open the door so we have to knock so that the produce people can open it sometimes i swear to god this is why i hate produce too sometimes these people literally pretend like they didn't hear the banging door there's this one really fat dude that knows i'm knocking the door and sometimes this dumbass just like kind of like wallows around you know, looks around stupidly, looks at the oranges for five seconds, and then and then when I knock on the door to the point where I might break it, then he comes up and then like really slowly, by the way, and then mm-hmm. opens the door. I don't even say thank you anymore. I'm just like, all right, fuck y'all, because y'all you you guys are not helping me out. There's no space too. There's a point. There's a point of the day where like it's so crowded in that stupid produce area that you can't even like bring carts for picking back to the OGP department. Because they just, and then they're like, give me a second. And they're trying to move it around, albeit shitty, slow, and boring. I'm telling you, I hate produce. Fuck y'all. Please give me a reason in the comments below. Or give me an essay on why <laughs> produce is not the shittiest department in Walmart. I challenge anyone that works at Walmart. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. I challenge you. And with that... <laughs> I don't Walmart for now. Are we moving on from the Walmart section of the podcast now? Yeah, we're done. I wanted to talk about the the little um, countries that you said were added on. Yeah, let me. I swear to God, I swear, I swear to God, if you add Slovenia as one, I'm gonna be like so pissed. No. Uh, Okay, let's cover. Let's let's start with our U.S. coverage. So we got eighty six percent. That's eighty six percent from the United States. Uh, Representing that. We got the big boy, New York. We got Texas, Washington, Minnesota, Indiana, New Mexico, Iowa, and Ohio. Within New what? York, we got what? we got Utica, Liverpool, New Hartford, Albany, East Syracuse, Remsen, Rochester, and Brooklyn. Brooklyn, baby! Uh, within Texas, we got Dallas Brooklyn. and... Oh! Uh, 
I don't even know how the fuck you say that. Helates? What? Helates? Hele Hele uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go, Helates. You got this, There you go. We got Washington, which is Seattle. Uh, we got Minnesota, St. Yes. Paul. St. Yes. Paul, Minnesota. Yes, Indiana. Sir. We got yes, Indianapolis. Sir. Indianapolis. Let's Indianapolis. Go. Oh, my good God. Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, let's we, got, go. we still got Albuquerque. That's a classic. Oh, uh, boy. Des Moines. Go, or Des Moines. Des Moines. Yeah, it's probably, probably Des Moines. Oh, my God. Des Moines. Listen, I'm Des just Mines. reading the words. Des Moines. I'm just reading the words, man. And we got Dayton, Ohio. Uh, but then... Oh, oh. That's only eighty six percent. Then, then we got Ireland, Leinster and Munster Ireland, still. The the mighty Irish. And then we've uh, we've we've the, we've attached on. on Brazil. Brazil, <laughs> Christ, let's go. Yeah, yeah, we got Brazil, yes, and then we boy. still got Iran, and then we've also Come attached on. on Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. Yo. This is brilliant. Oh my god, I am feeling blessed. That's, Thank you guys. Uh, that's our listenership. Oh man, Brazilians, Iranians, Irish, United States. Also, I'd, I'd like to just point out I don't I don't I usually don't flex how much money things make, but we're currently sitting at a nice oh. solid dollar oh. 34. <laughs> yes. Let's without the I'm so honest. One dollar and thirty-four cents is how much we're rolling help. in. We have pulled in a dollar thirty-four. Absolutely, and that's—I don't mean to—I don't mean to brag, but that's over the course of almost a year now. Do you re do you realize we posted the pilot? Um, let's see, we posted the pilot episode on January eighteenth. That's eleven months ago. That's crazy. I remember asking my uh, supervisor at the time, my first job, hey, you want to listen to it? She goes, of course! She never did. She's a cunt. <laughs> to this day, the pilot still has the most plays on any episode. That's crazy. Even more than your fucking shower story. You're that, that, that pot, that episode, that, that, that episode where uh, we discuss what you do in the shower has not gotten enough plays, in my opinion. That, I think, should be the most iconic part of That is absolutely podcast. the legacy that I want to leave. Like, if anything should be the most viewed, honestly, if any one of our listeners, you know, the Brazilians, the Iranians, people, people from Texas, Washington State, and the rest of you. Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> no, from, to all my boys and girls that, watch, that do watch this, albeit maybe once, twice, Please watch the shower episode at least once, at least once, and get to the point where it's a shower, like what we're going to talk about it, because I think nothing has lasted a legacy more, like nothing has made this guy almost piss his pants more than the various methods I talked about when I did the shower. It's so abnormal that this dude could not help but like think, is this guy really mean? Oh, which actually brings up a very good point that I forgot to tell you. So... Harkening uh, back to an earlier person that I mentioned, uh, a little Miss Courtney who sat next to you in the back of my car, I, fr I neglected to mention to you that she listened to that episode of the podcast and tried squatting in the shower because of you. Uh, yo, 
let's go. And I mentioned that, and she was like, wait, I was sitting next to the Ismar, like, did, like, the podcast, and I was like, yeah. And and she goes, and you didn't tell me that, like, and you didn't tell me that? We could have bonded over squatting in the shower. And I was like, listen, I was avoiding that. (laughs) But, yeah, she would kill me if I didn't tell you that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Please let her know that anytime I do see her again, we will first discuss the squatting and how she feels about it. And if she feels positive about it, I will be very happy. <laughs> now, let me give you an update since my activity in the shower. Oh, God. Oh, no. I added a new, added a new rendition. What? I like cleaning the shower. <laughs> like, like, how would I explain it? Like, it, while I'm in the shower... If there's anything that looks abnormal, I will clean it while I shower. You know, I'll be like, oh, God, like, do I see, like, a bunch of smidges here? I got an idea. I'll get some Windex and clean. You're just for the hell of it. Like, I'll be like, man, what a a smug. Why do you have Windex in the shower? Well, I mean, no, I don't have it in the shower. I mean, like, like, it'll be like a tidbit. It'll be like, oh. Before I even enter, I'll be like, okay, so I see a lot of dirty smidges on the table in this glass. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's a weird shit there. I got an idea. And I just bring with me. So. Straight up bring with me. So, but. but uh... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> cleaning. <laughs> okay, that, again, that's not as weird. Like that. Okay, you're still just cleaning something at the end of the day. That's not as weird as just yeah. doing squats in the shower. Handstands. <laughs> you're not doing okay. handstands. Okay, that's, that's, actually, that's actually impossible. There's no way I can do a handstand in the yeah, shower. Yeah, you're not doing handstands like, in the shower. You're, you're squatting. Not- you're fake crying. You're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I find that one of the best. By the way, I'm just like. Like, like, like listening to a sad song. By the way, I'll be like, because you know, you know, like those, like you know, you know, those movies or television where like they'll they'll have like a scene where they're feeling guilty about something, then they start like legit crying. I'll be like, man, I want to know how that feels like, and then I'll go, ah, just fuck with the lips. <laughs> the only man, the, the only man I've ever known in my life to stand in the shower and fake cry. Fake cry, straight up. Straight up, they cry. They're like, "Yo, this isn't getting enough." Uh, I haven't, I haven't cried in a bit, but you know, I'll try something else. Yo, you did oh. something. Oh. You, you, uh, that actually, that brings up a that brings up a point that I wanted to talk about. I think the yeah. next episode is going to be the end of the uh, season. I think twenty should be good because this is. I realize this is episode nineteen. Okay, that. Works. I think. Yes, I sir. think twenty. We should go back and talk about some of our favorite stories. Like what? Like from all of the episodes of the podcast, like the shower story, the cola oh, story, oh, yeah. like yeah. just bring we'll them up and like concise them into one episode. <clears throat> episode. Oh man, excuse me. Episode. Yeah, we can do that. Because we got there's so many good ones. There's so many good. There's the one that we talked about last episode where <laughs> the holding hands with your mom, where you're just like, I'm just holding hands with my mom. <laughs> We got, oh, I can't remember that. um, 
We got my uh, half a blowjob story. We got when you fucking yeah. made a mess and I almost like pissed my pants. We got. Which uh, let's see. We got my Dienda joke that I got you with. <laughs> oh yeah, the end of the Oh my god, I, I was so angry at myself. I couldn't sleep that night. <laughs> I was like, how did he get away with that? Yeah, there's a bunch of good ones that I would love to just, like, go back and talk about. Oh, man. I would I would, I would love to re- do that recap with you, sir. I would, I would that's, love it. That's just, like, there's oh, so, no, there's so I, many I, good I, ones. I love the, 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 the two episodes we had for guests only. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because we had a... Uh, we had one of my boys on, Gavin, for the pilot episode. Yes, sir. Um, yes, I should sir. find I out love, what he's I doing. Love maybe, I love having him on, by the way. Yeah, maybe, maybe he'll come back for next episode. Um, or if you want to see any celebrity appearance, uh, leave it in the comments. Uh, type it in chat, and then uh, I will absolutely make it happen. No matter who the Everyone person ask, is, uh, I, will, I will make it ask, happen. I'll call him right ask, now. Ask for Jay-Z. Please. But yeah, maybe I can get uh, Gav back on. And then we had Alex on a couple episodes. Wait, I think wait, the... wait, 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 wait. Let's get Jay-Z on. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, I'll get to work on that. Please. I'll, Jay-Z I'll... is a phenomenal, phenomenal artist. Yeah, I, I, I'll uh, I'll get to work on that. I'll get back to you. Like, like, like the music, the uh, instrumentals, like the best part of his music is like the fact that he uses the piano a lot. And he like references the soul music. Oh, Christ is so good. Yeah. Can I? Uh, oh, yeah. I I I wanna I wanna make a quick little thing here because I I was thinking yeah. about it and I'm getting heated about it. Can I just say yeah, how like absolutely asinine it is that some games don't take. So I don't understand why games don't have two monitor support. And what I mean by that okay. is that when you have two monitors. Obviously, you can play a game on one of them, um, and that's generally just how it goes. You have two monitors, you play you play the game on your main monitor, and it doesn't affect your second monitor. Can I just say how absolutely stupid it is that some games don't do that? Specifically, Apex Legends. I'm I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna fucking get heated about Apex right now for a little bit. Oh, so God, I was I was so Apex is free to play. It's a free to play game. It's a battle royal. Um, it's, it's one of those kind of games. And generally, I don't like those games. For the longest, ge- for the longest time, I didn't play a single Battle Royale game. I said Royale two different ways, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, I didn't play a single one of those games. But, I enjoy playing games with friends a lot more, and a lot of people in, um, my Discord play Apex, and I was like, you know what? I want to give it a try. I want to... Yeah. I want to try it out. I want to like. I want to like the game because I enjoy playing with friends and that kind of thing. And there's like a couple characters that interest me. Um, some cool aspects of the game, right? So I downloaded on Steam. Um, first of all, horrible microphone support. Uh, I'm told that whenever I play, my microphone sounds completely staticky, and it's awful. And I was like, well, that fucking sucks. Um. So in trying to fix that, I downloaded the Origin version because it's it's on the Origin store as well. Um, so I got rid of the Steam version, downloaded the Origin version. The Origin version worked a little bit better with the microphone, 
But recently, it started doing this thing where I'll have the game up on my main monitor, but it won't lock that monitor, which means I can just freely move my mouse between my monitors. If I if my mouse isn't on my first monitor, I can't aim, I can't shoot, I can't cycle between guns, I can't do That's anything. Ridiculous. It is That's so ridiculous. absolutely annoying and infuriating to be in a match, like strafe to the left and like try to shoot someone, and my mouse go off my screen and I can't shoot them. It is absolutely infuriating. And I couldn't fix it for the longest time, so I've removed it off the Origin game library, and I've reinstalled it on Steam. And we're going to see how that works. But it is absolutely infuriating and boggles my mind. See, I... Like, okay, my my whole biggest thing is that I didn't know that all games actually come with some kind of, like, dual monitor support. Do... Do any of them do that or no? Or, or is it like... Generally, the way it just like, it locks your monitor so that you can't move your mouse off no of that monitor. monitor. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's uh, that's almost like, that'd be a good game design to not be able to use your mouse for other things. And you, you only want to use your mouse for the game that you're currently playing. But, yeah, um, exactly. or at the very least, like the, like it's locked to the monitor when you're, when you're actually playing a match. And then as soon as you finish the match, then you can freely move your mouse to the other monitor. Yeah, I don't know. Apex has given me... the Apex has given me so much trouble just as a game with my setup. It has given me more trouble than any other game I've ever played in my life, just purely from a technical difficulty standpoint. It is bizarre. That game just absolutely fucking hates me. Mm, And it sucks. Because I want to like the game. I want to play the game with friends. I want... I want to do that, and the game just makes me not want to play the game. It's awful. Which one? Which one is that? It's it's absolutely <laughs> awful. Dude, that, that, I haven't that, played. That, that's it. That's all I wanted to say about Apex. I was saying in game in terms of games, like I finally had the chance to cop a uh, PlayStation Four. I saw that. I, I I I think we mentioned this last time, but if we didn't. I finally got PlayStation 4. It's really funny because I bought a PlayStation 4 and then like a few weeks later, the PS5 comes out and everyone's like, oh, I'm going to buy it. Personally, I'm going to wait like two years minimum and then buy it when it's like, when it's updated nicely, where there's like, it's not buggy. There's options for more like space, you know, something I mean, a normal consumer could do. Good luck getting one right now. Exactly. That's why I said, like, at least a year from now, wait, wait a little bit, and then buy one. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, so with that being said, um, I got some really good games for the PlayStation Four, right? Yeah. I my my first my the first thing that I stumbled across was like they had like their best hits or like the games that are like the most like like the most critically acclaimed. Right. play and I was like, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna like buy all these games one by one and see where i go with this and i'll just give a comprehensive list i can't i can't name all of them in the top of my head but i'll definitely try so i got myself uh yakuza uh yakuza, well yakuza zero and then the remakes of yakuza one and two now, i'll tell you this out of the games i played yakuza zero is definitely the funniest shit i've ever played like, i'm not kidding you dude Everything about that game, first of all, the cinematic cutscenes and story is so 
knitly tight and beautiful and like so like impacted you know like yeah oh dude like i'm telling you it's a must play for people that want it that want to like it's for like someone that loves to play as like a it's like the grand theft auto of japan except way more mini games but you're not stealing as much shit is what i'm saying like with right. less minus the stealing of stuff I, I personally like it a lot more than Grand Theft Auto. You know, I personally do. Now, um, then I also bought Uncharted, the, the trilogy, the remastered trilogy, and the fourth game. Mm-hmm. Currently, I'm on the second one. The first Uncharted was really fun. Um, and on the second one, it's probably it's way better, by the way. Love, I, I love the whole feeling of exploration. Very right. good game. Um, I've been told fourth. Some people told me that the fourth one's like the best they've ever played, like in any game ever, which I, I'm probably I'm probably inclined to believe. Um, I bought The Last of Us Part One and Part Two. Yeah. I had not played them yet. I had not played them yet. Someone told me that the, the Last of Us Part One is their favorite ever, so I'm definitely willing to try that. Uh, let's see. I bought um, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm. That's. I just love Naruto, so I gotta put that there. I bought um this one Dragon Ball game. It's like an arcade kind of arcade style kind of game, like arcade fighting. From probably Fighters. I think so. Or, or Fighter Z, uh, however you pronounce it. It's like they they teleport you into the like to a hub world or something like that. Yeah, it's Fighters. They, yeah, they they were selling it for like a ninety percent discount, and I was like, I have to buy it. Yeah, the Dragon Ball stuff goes on sale like really, really often. It's really weird. Yeah, so I, I was like, gotta cop it. Because that game uh, still gets any... like DLC and support released for it. They just released, um, they just put out the new character that's gonna be released on the next DLC. They're on season three of DLC for that game. Um, it's nuts. They've added like, yeah. I think thirteen characters into the roster. The roster to start was only like. I think 15 or so characters, 15 to 20 of them. Yeah. And they've added like 13 more characters since it, since the game's release. But I'm I'll have to kind of figure out how to how to play it cuz I'm not really good at the game yet. But it's very fun. Street Fighter. It's very very Street Fighter. I really like it. I haven't played it uh I have it on um PC. I haven't played it a lot um but I, from what I did play I really really liked it. But um so I got that. Uh, let's see. I got. Um, I bought God of War. Four. Great it's, game. It's where he's with his son. Yeah, absolutely great game. I haven't gotten. I haven't had the honor of playing through it all yet. Oh man, I'm 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 saving that one for a bit later, right? Yeah. Um, and then I have the Spider-Man game of the year edition, which I heard was really good. Uh, another game that I there's 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 like quite a few games that I'm starting to be able to justify buying a PS4 for exactly exactly and, and then Persona 5 which I'm telling you really really fun game like holy crap like, yeah okay if if someone is not into anime which I, I 100% understand right it, it literally never once tells it never once gives you that impression of like man it's just a stupid anime with like girls and shit. like it's 
it's just a very complex RPG. You're basically like thieves trying to steal people's souls. It's like, oh, so good. The story is so like dark and sinister. Like so many different things you can do in the game. Very fun. Very, very fun. I, I highly recommend that game too. Yeah. Very good. Um, and then I've also had the Crash 4 game, which I haven't gotten to. I, I couldn't get around at that at some point because I'm in college and you know, I, I was I, again. I was taking a long break from games because I was too busy doing that and my bakery. Right. But once I, I mean, I I had I started break like what a week ago, so now I can just start like jumping to as much as I can, just keep playing the shit out of games, and then finally take myself uh, to a whole new other level. Right. Um, and I think that I think that's all I got at the moment. Uh, there should be one more, but I can't put my finger on it. Uh, uh, and I think that's actually. Yeah, I think that's it. I know the the, uh, the games that I want a PS4 to play are the Spider-Man game, uh, God of War. I've played a little bit of Persona Five. I liked it. I I wouldn't. I didn't like it enough to like buy an entire PS4 just for Persona Five. But if I had one, I'd definitely mm -hmm. pick it up. Um, the Uncharted yeah. series, and then the Final Fantasy oh, VII great. remake. I actually I do want to play it. Um, I'm waiting for a day where it it becomes like less than uh when when it becomes around fifty percent off and then I'll buy it. Yeah, because I, I I would I never, love to play that. I have never gotten personally. I know I know people are gonna slay me for this as a, like gaming wise. I never ever got into Final Fantasy. Dude, like, I was I, I was just having this conversation today. I'm the same way. I listen. I I'll tell you this. Role play, like RPG games are my personal favorite. Some of my favorite games of all time, I think of the ten that I can think of, like at least seven of them are like primarily role playing games, and then other things second. I love playing, especially like Square Square games, like games that come from Square, like Final yeah. Fantasy, yeah, like Chrono Trigger, like you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. Chrono Trigger is one of my favorites of all time. Um, I mean, just to name a few. Uh, but see, with that, everyone has this assumption that that Final Fantasy is like, oh, it's like the best, blah blah blah. I get it. Um, I I understand your appeal. It's one of the most iconic games in PlayStation One. Probably one of the most iconic games I ever like. Like some of the best music of all time comes from that game. Yeah. Like I, like you could argue for better soundtracks. That are more that are better than Final Fantasy VII's, because oh my God, what what compose like like the composing of that game is almost sublime. Yeah, but it's, it's I have I have the only Final Fantasy game I have ever played is one of them on the Super Nintendo, and it's because story wise that game is so much better than Final Fantasy VII. Like it's a lot more like. I'm a sucker for like for like really dark and gritty stories. I'm a sucker for them because I like having a complex story that talks about like really really like heartbreaking things. You know, I want I want to feel emotion when I play a game. Right. Um, and that can range from any emotion too. Like so, like not just to like like sadness emotion, but like happy or excited or you know like laughing, blah blah blah. Like to make it funny, anything really. Um, and. I, I just I, I don't know like 
I don't think any other Final Fantasy game would would have put me interest. Even even the seventh one, you know, like I get it. Cloud is like an iconic character. I just haven't gotten the chance to even think about playing him yet. But I will change my mind. I will I will try to get that at some point because it looks good. I just hope it doesn't disappoint me personally. Yeah, that's fair. They uh. The remake changed the combat style from, like, a straight-up turn-based RPG into, like, more of a Kingdom Hearts-style combat. I personally really like, like the Kingdom real- Hearts combat style. Like, real-time, kind of? Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> I just... Really I just found out that the entire, like, Kingdom Hearts... Like, the entire saga is on Xbox Game Pass. So I started playing mm-hmm. through that. Oh my god, there's so many... There's like 10 or 11 games that I have to get through. Here's another game you're playing, I think people will hate me on. Never gotten to King, King, uh, Kingdom Hearts, and I, I personally don't think I'll ever intend to actually play it. Let personally. me tell you something. The Kingdom Hearts is one of the most confusing games I've ever played, but not for the reasons you'd think. It's confusing to me because I just don't simply know if I can handle main important plot points being delivered by Goofy and Donald Duck. By Goofy and Donald, exactly. That's what I mean. I was gonna tell you that when I see Goofy and Donald talk about like serious stuff, that's where it's like, okay, I gotta I gotta step back a bit and just reclaim what the hell Donald just said. Did he say something serious just now? In that yeah, voice? It's so or- it's wild. Like I haven't. I just started like Kingdom Hearts one. I haven't gotten maybe more than like three or four hours into the game, and already I'm just like I don't know if I can handle this. Kingdom Hearts is easily like Final Fantasy light. That's 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 what yeah. it is. It's Disney Final Fantasy. That's pretty. That's yeah. that's pretty much what it is. Like Final I with Yeah, I do enjoy the combat in it. I really do. Um. Mm. And, like, I I can kind of enjoy the story that they're going for so far. But Kingdom Hearts is such a fucking complex thing, because if you start reading into, like, the Kingdom Hearts story, oh my good god, is it confusing. I'm playing them in order of how you should play them as well. I looked up an order, like, not in chronological, but in, like, timeline chronological. Not in timeline chronological, but, like, I don't know. Just basically, I looked yeah, up, like, yeah. what is the correct order to play them, and I'm playing them yeah. in that order, and yeah. that, it's yeah. it's going to be wild. It's going to take so long. I haven't played it in a little while. I, I really got to sit down um, and play through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, that's what, that was me with Yakuza, because apparently when, what they say is that, like, that this, that the Yakuza 0 is, like, the the first, the best way to play, if you want to go chronological instead of like one, two, three, four, five, you should go zero, one, two, three, four, five, which makes sense. Um, and then some people say, eh, you, you even have to think if you don't want to listen to too much backstory, just go to one. But see, I think I think having a preload to like introductions and in games is so much better because like, say as you said, like say for for no reason, right? You just jump in. So like Kingdom Hearts two and then like one of them right like I think there's like how many different editions of Kingdom Hearts two are there? Like oh six, God, I mean? there's there's a six, lot of them. Eight. 
So imagine you jump into one of them without like knowing anything, you come blind, and then you're like, "What the hell's going on here? Like, what am I? What am I supposed to listen?" Yeah, it's best if you just like start from what what the developers in the game intended you to listen to. So even if it's like one of those Kingdom Hearts twos, if they're the, if that's one that the developers are like, yeah, this is kind of like the prelude to everything, then try that one first, then go with what what goes after the fact. You know, it's a lot better that way because then you, yeah. you get you get you get a whole part of the story. I was gonna. By the way, I was gonna just jump real, real briefly on uh, in terms of games. One very big oof moment in gaming history is that Cyberpunk here got so shit on that like uh, yeah, they had to you... refund yeah. and stuff. Do you want to talk about the little Cyberpunk it? fiasco for a little bit? Just a little bit, and then we can kind of like wrap up soon enough. But I was just gonna say like how how desperate you have to be for money to try to rush a game that you already were like you know taking a long ass time to finish you're like yeah you know what we're gonna have to uh chop 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 so we can get that money and they like take so long like they, keep in mind right they, how, what was what was development started on on uh cyberpunk oh god it was a long long time ago let's um let's see. i will write that 2011 here it says oh yeah. 2011 is the likely earliest year that the development started it's nine years of development almost a decade long almost a decade long by the way how ridiculous does it have to be uh that you took this long to get to you know create the game and then because of fans like kind of rushed you over to you know get it all started. Yeah. Then you suddenly were like, uh, "Yeah, let's uh let's give it let's uh let's let's rush it." And then all the glitches came up online, and then you see what happened. And I'll just say I looked at the scores, and a lot of uh, review. Scores from critics are giving them nine out of ten, five out of five, right? Uh, five stars, blah blah blah. blah. It's because you know, it's because you already know that game reviewers are very, uh, like, very reactionary type people that will they will basically only do it because you know they're they're there for like for like you know money. Sure. Like, it, these game these game critics don't review a game critically even though it's in their job title, in their job description. They're doing it so they can get a free pass, a free copy to the game, play it like a third of the way through, and then say, yeah, this is really good, 10 out of 10. And then now you get your copy, but you get your, you know, you get your money off of it for poorly assessing, for giving a poor assessment of the game. I think the critics industry in the gaming is really like ridiculous and needs an overhaul because none of these people actually speak critically. They speak right. based on like on, on what's on their head and it's money. You know what I mean? Like most of these most of these critics are just like, yeah. Nine out of ten. They review the same Call of Duty game nine out of ten, even though there's no improvement over another. Like games are supposed to evolve, right? Like through each installment of a game, you're supposed to have something new to the table, something that makes you go, Yeah, so this game is better than this game in this many reasons. And you know, 
the same critics will review the same Call of Duty game at least a 9 out of 10 because nothing's fundamentally changed. But then they'll give games that are too hard for them, like Cuphead, Crash Bandicoot, like a 7 out of 10 because it's too hard. Yeah. Like, so if difficulty was a factor, that's why you rate it so low? Or are you just doing this for the money? What's your what's your point? What's the angle? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I I heard about the cyberpunk hype since I was like in high school, 2015, 2016. I heard about it. And I was like, oh, I'm actually kind of interested in this because it sounds kind of cool. Um, and one day I'll get I'll, I'll get a copy of it as well as a PS5. Again, okay, that'll take a year or so. And I heard really cool things about it, but it just goes to show that rush games will forever be bad games. Do not rush your shit. I know. I know. Nine years is not. It's not like it's too long. I get it. But nonetheless, you need to be perfect with how you make the game. Even if it takes twenty years, gotta make it perfect. You can't rush it. Yeah. Don't rush. Do not rush. I don't know. Don't Games rush. are just so different now than they were. Like. No. You just just think of the whole concept of DLC like yeah I don't know DLC still kind of infuriates me to this day it's, it's a great area there's some points where like DLC is meant to be a good thing and then there's some points where DLC is like it's nothing but monetary gain you know yeah I mean there's like, there's a very stark difference between DLC and microtransactions but at the end oh, of the yeah. day a lot of, a lot of creators DLC very easily could have been included in the base game. But they just if, do it for money. They're like... Yeah, hey, if you, you just took Let's... a little while more to develop and you added some more content into games, like... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I both like and dislike the idea of DLC. I like extra content to the game. I, if I enjoy the game, I'm obviously going to invest in the extra content. Like, there's just more game. But at the same time... Mm-hmm. It just makes me think back to all of like the one the one that I use as like an example is the like the Dragon Ball franchise where specifically something like the the game Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3 it was regarded as the best Dragon Ball game to ever be made its character roster was the biggest of any Dragon Ball game to date I think Xenoverse 2 might have surpassed that with DLC, but to date, in this game, I have to look up exactly, um, I gotta look up a couple things. Uh, G3 release date. When did this come, when did this game come out? This game came out in 2007 for the PlayStation 2 and the Wii. Um, but 2007. Now let's look at its roster. Um, its roster. How many playable characters do they have? This game features a hundred and sixty-one playable characters, which is almost the largest in any fighting game ever. Almost. Yeah. Um. What is the? Highest roster. What is 
see. Three more games for most characters. Yeah, Budokai Tenkaichi 3. 161 characters. That's including forms. Um, but then you look at um, something like the one of the newer games, Xenoverse 2. How many characters have? Let's see. Is it not gonna? Is it really gonna just list them as bullet points and not tell me them? Okay, there's like, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. There's definitely less than a hundred. I'd wager there's less than half. Mm -hmm. And a third of those characters. That are I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say there's about eighty characters in Xenoverse two. A third of them are DLC. A third of them. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And then you just That's look ridiculous. back at a game in two thousand seven that a hundred and sixty one characters were in the base game. Yeah, games back then had the agenda that everything should be completed, sent, and that's it. You know, like they'll 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 spend like so many times on QA testing and just constantly take a look, you know, see how everything's in order, and then when they know that it's almost like ninety nine point nine 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 percent like complete, there's no bugs and stuff, then they'll send it through. Here it's like after it's like it's like they start off with twenty five percent of the game, and then you got to buy the rest of your way yeah, through. Yeah, it's infuriating. It's so, it's so empty, you know. Yeah. Games It'll... that have DLC, right? There are some games that don't even ask for DLC, which is fine. It's good. I like that, um, but a game that'll just literally start off with like twenty five percent of the entire game, and then they ask you for DLC. We have to yeah. constantly update. So infuriating. I've heard, I've heard a couple good argument. I've heard one really good argument for DLC, specifically in Dragon Ball, is that Xenoverse Two came out before the latest um, anime of Dragon Ball Super was done. So obviously they can't add all the characters that aren't even out yet. That's fair. If you want to add the main villain of a franchise and he's not out yet when you release the game, you're obviously going to put him out as DLC. That's a very obvious move. That's expected. That's fine. Because you couldn't have done that. You're not going to hold up a game for a single character. But... One of the bad defenses that I've heard, specifically for Xenoverse 2, is that, oh, there's way more than that many characters because each character has a bunch of skins, and these skins give them different moves. That's bullshit. That's the same character. That is absolute bullshit. That does not count as a new character. I I agree with that. Down to Ultimate Ninja Storm is the same thing, where they have skins, and they have different, like, jutsu, but they're still the same character. And the only thing they have changed is probably like something like like a different costume for like a different part of the of, of the show, and that's it. Like, what is that? Using Not- that logic, you could also make the argument for Budokai Tenkaichi Three that the form, the different forms, aren't different characters. The problem with that is they're actually on different panels. So Xenoverse Two is laid out where you have one Goku. That's all you get. You have like. 15 skins for that one Goku. 
but you have one Goku. And then you have one, like, one fusion of Goku on one slot. And then you have, like, so you got the main Goku, you got Vegito, Gogeta, Goku Super Saiyan 4 as his own character, and then Kid Goku. So you got five Gokus, right? Now, in Budokai Tenkaichi 3, you get early Goku. No, I shouldn't even say that. You get Dragon Ball Goku. Like, OG Dragon Ball Goku. You get Kid Goku from GT. You get early Goku from the beginning of Z. You get mid Goku from the Frieza Saga, where his first transformation is Super Saiyan. And by the way, he is only allowed to go Super Saiyan. You get end Goku, which can go up to Super Saiyan 3. And then GT Goku also has Super Saiyan 4. So that's five Gokus right now. Then you got the two fusions. So that's already more than that. And again, I understand the argument of but Goku has 15 skins, all the different moves and all different levels of, um, like, Super Saiyan, you can go Kaioken. Sure. But that's not an individual character. Yeah. You are just swapping movesets. If you, you, yeah. if you were to swap a moveset, you have to make it a whole new character. Yeah, because then you have to play, it's just playing Smash again. Yeah, that's... Uh, my the only argument I can give it is like, for example, the um, Xenoverse two came out before the last arc, like the Tournament of Power arc in Dragon Ball, and the Tournament of Power arc introduced literally like eleven new universes. Sorry, ten new universes full of characters to play. You can't account for all that if you put out a game that was conceived before that even was a thought in Akira Toriyama's brain. You can't account for that. So naturally, you're gonna put out a bunch of like Jiren. You're gonna put out Ultra Instinct Goku. You're gonna put out Zamasu. All his DLC. That's fine. But I don't know. Like timed DLC is the only kind of DLC that I can really get behind. The DLC that wasn't available to be made in the early game. You get stuff like the Pokemon games, where. They're just making new content that could have been in the post-game. Like, you think back to Pokemon Emerald. That game is... the is You had the entire Battle Frontier as your post-game. That's such a good post-game. It wasn't even that big. It was just very dense and compact. And there was a lot to do in that small area. That's wonderful. And then you look at the new games. Where it adds these two... Brand new islands, brand new regions, not regions, but brand new areas to explore. They are very, very basic. Uh, It was an excuse to bring back a whole bunch of Pokemon. And I was not one of the people who cared about the national decks. There was a whole fiasco about getting the national decks cut and blah, blah, blah. I didn't really care about that. There's like something like 900 goddamn Pokemon. I don't need all 900 in one game. I can't even tell. I probably couldn't even tell you a hundred Pokemon's name off the top of my head. Like, it's like, I don't need all nine hundred. I understand the argument, but I don't need all nine hundred. But some of the things, like, they could have just been in the base game. I don't. You didn't add any timed. You made a new poke. It's not even like you were waiting for the anime. You made a new Pokemon for the DLC to sell it. You made two actually. Two new legendary Pokemon. Technically speaking, they're classified as legendaries. Two new legendary Pokemon for DLC of a game. 
that very well could have just been in the base game. And then you added back a bunch of Pokemon that you cut out from the main game. Yeah. And you can't even argue animations because you reuse animations from the previous generation on the 3DS. You you reuse them on a Switch. The same kind of sound effects too, by the way. It, yeah, the move the move animations are non-existent. The Pokemon like trainer animations are abysmal. They're reused assets from the Gen Seven games. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. Full price sixty dollar game. But, I say that, I bought them. I bought the game, I bought the DLC. <laughs> so. Now who's a sucker? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, that gives, that gives me a right to complain. I'm yeah, still gonna support the companies, but goddamn. Yeah, all in all, a couple of us were here today. First of all, Game companies just please make the whole game and not like a portion. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, produce aisle or the produce department sucks a cock. Like, it just sucks. <laughs> Fuck the produce. Fuck you. I hate every fiber of my being. I hate your department. And if I'm and if you hate me for swearing, good. I'm just gonna swear twice as much now. Fuck you, Darcy. <laughs> number three. I don't have a number three. Oh, actually, no, I do have a number three. See, see, that's exactly what I was going to go for number three. Stop backpedaling. Because then you'll look like a fool. That's what I just did. At least ten times in this podcast. Um, and yeah. And I think that's all I got for my life lessons. Oh, number four. You know what else? Oh, see that? Uh... A fourth life lesson I've learned is that I just gotta continue listening to Dylan's music. And speaking of Dylan's music, Dylan, can you show them the uh, sponsor? The, the the sponsor? I mean, uh, oh, there I go again. I meant the uh, your plug-in for the band. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm in a band, uh, Reaper. We put out music. Uh, on Halloween, you should go check it out. Reaper, uh, underscore, Reaper official. underscore official Instagram dot com. Uh, yeah, R E A P R underscore official. Wait, R E A P R. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I, yeah. I almost called the wrong way. Did I do that last episode? You put R A P. No, 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 no. Did I plug the band last episode? I don't know. I don't know if I did. Uh, I might have forgotten. Oh no! That's awful! Oh no! How did you break an eighteen-episode chain? I don't uh, know, dude. That was my thing. Once per episode, I would plug my no more. Once per episode, you could plug it all you want. I would only plug it once per episode. I might have forgotten. Oh my god! And it was like a pretty long session too. It was. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> when you said sponsor, I was just gonna go into like a raid channel legends kind of deal. Raid channel. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Rain Shadow Legends. Bro, I I swear to God, for as much like shit as they get, if we ever get a Rain Shadow Legends advertisement opportunity, I'm taking it as soon as we can. You bet your ass in the sponsor the hell out of it. Bro, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Discount code Izzy with the Glizzy. I would love to be sponsored by Rain Shadow Legends. Hell yeah, I would too. Rain Shadow Legends. 
please sponsor. Please ask us to be your sponsor. We will sponsor the hell out of you. You heard me? Get this out to everyone. Everyone, get this out to Raid Shadow Legends. Contact them. Uh, and yeah, thank you. And I think with that, we conclude our podcast. Yeah, that's that's been an hour so, and a half. Yeah, I think we've been pretty good today. Yeah. So, I'm. All I'm gonna say is next time we do an episode, let's just recap before we hit the new season, dude. Yeah, yeah, I I like that idea. All right, uh, and with that, uh, again, our shout out was whatever we said. Oh yeah, our shout out this uh, this uh, episode goes out to all of Dylan's awesome Omegle friends that he met over the week of yeah his member stream. Yeah, that that's uh, uh my 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 shout out this episode is gonna be actually you know what. My shout-out, I know exactly what I'm going to make my shout-out. My shout-out is going to be to a legendary, my, my shout-out is going to be to a duo. My shout-out is going to be to a legendary brotherly duo who not only supported the stream, but had the single highest donation in the entire month. Oh my God. And that would be oh my God. Ismar and Ferris oh Omaragic, our very own oh. co-host. Oh, man, thank he you. I appreciate it. donated oh. a whopping... Sixty dollars and pushed us oh, way over our goal. It was absolutely incredible, and for that reason, you sir are my shout out of the episode. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate it, hundred percent. Thank you, man. I just do it for charity too. That's how it is. Uh, you know, like I, I think just donating to a stream that I know would uh, is what should be brought to attention. As some of the most in our current day, it's something I can't look away from. Plus, it's what—it's a bonus. I donate to one of my best friends that he can help donate to uh, these kinds of charities, and I get to listen to bomb music. So, on, on behalf of my brother Faris and I, we thank you for shouting us out. Thank you. Of course. Appreciate sir. It. 100%. And again, I think my shout will go to all of Dylan's illegal followers. Uh, yes. So thank you guys for uh, making his dreams even bigger and for giving him wonderful feedback. Appreciate it, guys. And uh, yeah, I think that concludes it. That uh, how do you say? Close the curtain, draws a wrap. I don't know. Yeah. Draw I mean, something. Yeah. That uh, yeah, that's true. We, we draw we draw wraps to finish today's episode. Uh, hey, yeah. But tune in next time, and we're gonna recap some of the best stories we got. I gotta get a PDF ready so I can list them all. Yeah, yeah, I, we, I definitely got to go back and listen to all the podcasts now and remember yeah, some of the I stories. To, I got to do my homework now. Yeah, so absolutely. And then next time we'll probably do even more things. Yeah, uh, more next depth. podcast I'm going to try to live stream as well. We should set a date and then I can actually like promote it because this, this one was kind of impromptu, that. but yeah. Um, yeah, we should well, actually I'll promote it. Yes, I agree with you. We should promote this too. Um, a plus, by, uh, by the way, just to add to you for your, uh, Dylan, um, next week, I only work one day a week or I, I sorry, I only work, I only work one day for that entire week. It's just a Sunday. Uh, every okay. other day, uh, I, I purposefully took days off so I can actually enjoy myself for like a good week. Right. So I will be free. I, the only days I won't be free and I know I won't be free are Friday and Saturday. Every other day, give me a shout. I will be ready to do a podcast. All right. For our, and uh, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Have yourselves a wonderful day. 
a wonderful afternoon, a wonderful evening, a wonderful night. Uh, for anyone who's watching, that goes to my fellow wonderful people from Washington State, all the way in the West, all the way East to Indonesia. Um, and every lovely person in between. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. I'm your host, Ismar, and your other co-host, Dylan Backman. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful rest of your day.